1: You're listening to 1059 The Region, and welcome to On the Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Okay, so we often begin this show with the numbers, and I want to throw a few numbers and headlines at you. First of all, the Stats Canada numbers. Can you tell us the biggest gain in years? That's what they're saying. Is this true even during a pandemic?
2: It really is. I mean, we're looking at January over January sales in the Toronto area alone, and they are phenomenal the uh, You know, in Toronto, the sales were up 52.4% over last January. And remember, last January was a pretty good start to the year.
1: Mm-hmm. And this
2: is on top of that. So we're building on top of an already great January from last year.
1: Okay, and the headline from the Toronto Star earlier this week, Toronto area home prices to surge by 10% this year, averaged to surpass $1 million by the end of 2021.
2: I I see that happening, and and Tina, when you're looking at the numbers, the 10% almost seems uh, like a conservative number. I know when we projected uh, our crystal ball edition of On the Market, we projected a 6 to 8% increase, and that was pretty conservative. The numbers that we're seeing right now are scary, to to be honest with you, because January, the average price increased by 15.5%. And that's a huge increase. And when you're talking about prices that are already hovering around a million dollars, it's not even going to be by the end of the year that we surpass a million dollars. York Region already has.
1: Mm -hmm. And are we looking at specifically detached prices or condo prices or the combination of both? What are we looking at here?
2: It's a combination of everything. So detached, of course, is leading the way. And remember, when we're looking at the average price, it takes into... Consideration all the different home types. So, with detached selling, about 40% of the the home sales right now are detached home sales. And when you consider that, that's driving up the average price. So, if it was the other way around and condos were outselling detached homes or semis or townhomes were outselling detached homes, that average price would come down significantly. But because the average price of a detached home in York region right now is $1,168,623, you're starting to see the average price increase right across the board. And and that has more to do with the mix, but at the same time, it still has to do with uh, the heat of the market.
1: And some reports are also suggesting that condo sales also showed signs of recovery. Are you finding that?
2: We are. And condo sales were up for the first time in in a long time. And in 905, they were up 4.8%. But if you uh, in terms of price, but if you look at condo sales in the 905, they were up 85.5% over last January. So quite a turnaround. And what we're seeing right now is affordability come into play. And this is what drives the condo market. As people get priced out of the actual detached homes or semi-detached or townhomes, they're going to turn to the more affordable alternative, which is condos. And with the condo market being stagnant over the last few months, it was a great time for people to jump into that condo market again.
1: So how do you not get caught up in the frenzy in those bidding wars? How do you do it?
2: That's a tough call. And you almost have to detach yourself from the outcome because people get so caught up in winning the war and they will do anything and everything that it takes to get this property. You got to remember there's more houses that are going to be coming on the market. So if you feel that the value has gone up more than, you know, what the house is actually worth on the open market you can back out of that and, and just say, we're going to take that back, let someone else purchase this property, and we're going to wait for another home to come up. That's what's going to solve this problem is, is when more homes come up. And again, you know, the, the key is going to be when people feel more comfortable to put their house on the market. So after the stay-at-home order ends or the lockdown ends, you're going to start to see more homes hit the market. There's a lot of people that are just holding off but they don't want people in their homes right now. And once they hit the market, there's going to be a little bit of relief for buyers because now you have more choice. And you might find that instead of paying $100,000 more for a home, you may have to pay still fifty or 60000 higher, but at least you're in within range of a possible appraisal coming in a little bit lower, and you're able to, to meet the criteria that will help you get the financing for that home skill.
1: So how are you so confident, though, that more houses are coming on the market? Is it because spring is just around the corner? And if so, doesn't that also mean that there will be greater competition out there as well, more people looking for homes?
2: You know, this year, Tina, over the last uh, 10 months or so, we've forgotten what month we're in or even what Mm -hmm. day it is today Mm -hmm. because everything has been all over the place. The thing is, January is usually one of the lowest inventory months, and you can go back historically and look at every January, and you're going to see that January inventory is one of the lowest that it is during the entire course of the year. So if you keep that into consideration and think that, hey, it's only January, more houses will hit at the end of February or beginning of March, April, we're starting to get into that early spring market. Now, someone argued that the spring market started in November this year, but, uh, you know, as we start getting closer and closer to the actual spring market, you're going to see more people put their houses up. A lot of people are waiting for the yards to to look better to, so that there's more curb appeal, and that's when they put their homes up on the market traditionally, and we're going to see that. There, there's no There's no disputing the fact that we will get more inventory and also this is a time where inventory is very low and it's just being magnified because of the sheer demand that's out there.
1: Okay, I guess we'll have to wait and see and hope for spring. After the break, cottage country rentals are already booked. Those details are coming up. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him 416 985 Khan. That's 416 985 5426. Or email ossif at thehomeshop.ca. Now back to On the Market on 1059 The Region.
1: You're listening to 1059 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market. This is York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties, and he has today's guest.
2: Thank you, Tina. Joining us is Sarah Salanin from REMAX Perry Sound. Sarah, welcome to On the Market.
3: How's it going, Asif? Hi,
1: Tina. Hello, hello.
2: Great. Sarah, we are hearing stories that with the travel restrictions and people not being able to leave the country... Cottages in Muskoka are already getting sold out for the summer. What are you seeing up there?
3: It is, I get calls probably three or four times a week. Uh, People asking, do I know of any rentals? Do I know any clients who are renting or would like to rent? Uh, As soon as they lifted that ban last year, I think it was maybe the beginning of June, maybe a little earlier, there was people calling me and saying, okay, we can rent. Where can I get a place? I was calling personal people and they were saying, yep, October, we could get you in October. Um, It is a big thing and that's what people are looking for now is buying, how rentable is it? So access is important, lakes important, how big it is is important because the more bedrooms,
1: the more money you get. Okay, so have you seen anything like this before? And you're probably telling our listeners right now, you better move fast or is it already too late? (laughs)
3: Uh, Well, I think uh, just listening to the shows previously when I is talking to people everywhere, I think we're all in the same boat with the inventory issue. Um, You know, we're laying awake at night thinking, where can we get some more listings? But never has it been like this, and I think it's come down to the um, definitely the work from home part of it. Um, The availability of that happening is a big change up here. And then you've got not being able to travel. So Mm -hmm. if you can come to your cottage... You got Wi-Fi you've got that that's great, but you know you have to be home on certain times then you can rent it out and make some money pay your taxes pay your bills utilities carrying costs
2: why not and Sarah it's interesting that you said we're all in the same boat because I've actually seen you and John on Facebook showing properties in your boat and uh, you know that's that's, <laughs> a, that's a pretty uh, pretty intriguing video to watch if you haven't seen it uh, Sarah how about people that are making that move up to Muskoka, so selling their property in Toronto or surrounding and making that move, how much of that have you seen? And, you know, are they also buying recreational properties right now where it could be a great market for them to rent it out? Well, it's, it's an interesting
3: situation because of the influx of people from Toronto. Um, for example, last late summer, early fall, just in one month, as of, you know, we, we do a lot of work by referral, and I got 35 referrals in one month, and only three of them actually went anywhere because everybody is looking for exactly the same thing, and only one referral was a listing, so we got that sold in about two days. But the influx is is becoming more and more. I got two referrals this morning for the same thing, and it's just a constant battle of, I need out of the city. <laughs> I can't afford what I want in the city anymore. So exactly that, cashing in, moving up here. The only thing I see differently now, I um, don't know if you were to ask me about it, but uh, the criteria has changed. People asked me before, hey, how is that beach? Is that beach, how deep is the water? And now they don't even care. They say, how much, what's the upload speed for my internet? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, I guess I can check on that. But... The the Wi-Fi, the Internet capabilities are becoming the thing, as well as the cottage renting availability. And who uh, would be able to rent these? Um, Dealing with local people, you would know that there's some places in some areas you're not allowed to rent. It's against the rules for townships. So you have to keep that all in mind and be sure to ask those right questions when you're getting with these buyers.
1: So are the folks that you're hearing from, are they renting or buying these properties sight unseen? Are they taking virtual tours because they're not able to be there in person? How is it working? We are spending a
3: lot more money um, in the marketing and the listing side of things to try to do the virtual as much as possible. Um, I tried to do that from the get-go, of course, just to help people. Of course, you're traveling two, three, four hours to get to our area We don't want them to come up here and say, oh man, if I just knew that that next neighbor is right there, I wouldn't have wasted everybody's time. Mm -hmm. So just to add to that, we're adding in the 3D virtual tours. Um, Lots of times you just can't get up to see something and I'll go to the property with a FaceTime and say, hey, look at this, look at this. Oh, there's a bit of a crack here in the foundation, better watch that. Um, But it has to be the virtual first for them to make the trip because it's not like it was years ago. Years ago, you say, come up on a Saturday. We'll spend the afternoon looking at 10 places. Now you go, well, here's one. Do you want to see it or not? And you better come today because it'll be gone by next week.
2: Interesting. And and who are you finding moving up there? Is it families? Is it younger couples, older couples? What's the demographic, Uh, and has that shifted?
3: It has. We've got a lot. Again, just going back to the work-from-home aspect of it, when people are available to work from home, I'm finding that the younger families are doing that. They can homeschool their kids from up here. They can send them outside rather than just being in a, you know, Milton Post stamp backyard. Okay, go outside, play out with the the deer, go run around on the beach. But they've got work to do. Um, On top of that, though, I'm getting a lot of the retirees coming up here because they're done. They're like, let's cash out on the market in the city, and they can afford a waterfront place up here. And, and we're seeing a lot of those where, as a tourist town, it's not like we have big big Ford plants and GM plants. We don't have all that big, big industry like a bigger city. So, tourist town, uh, a lot of retirees coming up too.
1: So, with all that happening, is cottage country, is a cottage property still affordable, even if you are cashing out in the city?
3: Uh, it is. It is. I mean, we've seen our prices increase uh, uh, dr- dramatically. Um, just looking at even the number of sales but the, even the, the price increase just over the last little while has gone up just last year I mean looking at when COVID started
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know your average price was in the 600 range and now it's gone up to 750 for an average price now that's taking into consideration residential plus cottages I didn't really break all that down but I mean you get your typical cottage there was one today listed for 611 offers we'll see what it goes for once you get into those bidding wars, I think has t- touched on this before on mm-hmm. some previous calls, you start adding up how many offers there are, and that just brings it right up. So, hard to say if it's affordable. I mean, everybody's finances are different, but if you can cash out for over a million, you can get something up here for sure. You just have to be patient, <laughs> persistent, and get somebody local on your side that's going to know the right thing that when it says a winterized cottage, it doesn't mean, hey, we put antifreeze in the toilet. It means... It's winterized as a four-season
2: cottage. <laughs> and, and with those bidding wars, and, and, you know, you're just talking about 10, 11 offers. We were just talking about that earlier in the show. But what about appraisals? Are the cottages appraising for what people are paying? Because it's really easy for us city folk to get excited when we see, even when we hear a price point of $600,000, we are like, you know what, maybe we should take two. But, um, you know, when, <laughs> when we're when we're hearing these numbers, we're getting excited. And and that's why it's really important to have a local agent, like you said, because if I was to say, hey, this is $600,000, it's quite a deal. Maybe, you know, Toronto people would say, hey, I would pay a million dollars for that, but will it appraise? And and that's where your expertise comes in. What are you seeing in terms of what the banks are saying, the appraisals and uh, the overall market value? Uh,
3: and it's interesting, you said that um, my dad has the office up here, so um, me getting into the management role, we have this discussion often with our agents. and uh, last year, I think there was only about three where we had to get out of the deals because the appraisals were too high. Um, I personally dealt with a couple where the you know they're coming in, and you're, you're in six or seven offers. You can't put any conditions in there. The appraisals were coming close, but they were still allowing it to go through. Um, but That being said, now we're getting into the spring market and things are going up higher. We're getting into the million, you know, starting at 2.6 and going up in the top low threes. And that is going to be interesting if they start to appraise. But, I mean, I worked in Toronto when I started in this industry, wouldn't do it again, so kudos to you guys. But you, you have to go back a while to compare and then you have to start jumping up the numbers because... You can't find his six comparables. You may only be able to compare it to one other property that sold in the last few months. So it's a little different here, um, but it is starting to happen. So I would probably say I know of about four or five that did not go through because the appraisal didn't meet the bank's approval.
1: And Sarah, everyone has you know a different wish list, but if someone is searching for a cottage property, what should they look for? How do they determine you know, what winterized really means. So it's not just, you know, antifreeze in the toilet bowl as you suggested.
3: Well, I mean, you've got to have somebody who understands what, what it looks like. You've got insulation, you've got a basement. Is it open? Is it just like a lattice to cover up something? you just got to take the time to look at, at it and get somebody that you trust to come with you to do that. Um, but my, my suggestion to my clients is always this. Let's think about what you cannot change with this property. So that means your access, your exposure on the water, which is very important to some people, and the size of your lot and where your neighbors are. Anything cosmetically can be changed. But let's think about what cannot be changed. If you know it's boat access and it's always going to be boat access and you don't want to deal with that in 10 years, we're not even going to look. So think about what you cannot change and then work your wish list from there.
2: Now, Sarah, for our listeners that are keen on coming up there or finding a property now or in the future, what, are, what can you leave them with here to encourage them or, or to let them know what's going to happen in your market or what you foresee happening in your market over the course of 2021?
3: Well, I think they just have to be re- realistic with, you know, you want food with your meals, so you don't, don't run yourself short. Don't put yourself at the ex- exact extreme and buy emotionally oh, let's just throw 100000 more because I want it. Think logically about it. Um, real estate's like a bus. Next one's coming, and this market might just take a little longer, but I think patience is key. Get somebody who knows the area, knows the, I mean, in our situation, it's lakes. Um, <laughs> one client asked me, can you help me buy on this such-and-such such a lake? And I said, I don't know that area. It's about an hour and a half from me. Called a colleague up there, and they said to me, Sarah, you can't even canoe on that lake some years because it dries up. So I don't know that. I think that working with somebody local is is key so that they can be up front with you and and give you all of the pros and cons to be able to make that decision so you don't have that buyer's
2: remorse later. Awesome. And Sarah, if our listeners want to connect with you to get more information on either the Muskoka rental market or to purchase a property, how do they do that?
3: Very simple. I'll just spell my name right. So it's S-A-A-R-A, and as if that was enough, just add... CA So that's my website, <laughs> Sarah.ca, and you can
2: contact me all through there. Awesome thank you very much for joining us, and we're looking forward to getting an update on what's happening in Muskoka maybe in a few months.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We'll see. we'll see how it goes. We're, our sales are up about 45 percent from last year, so uh, as far as number of sales, so we'll see what happens this year. Off to
2: an interesting start. That's for sure. Sure is. Thank you, Sarah.
1: Thank you. When we come back, your questions for Asif Khan. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions, and the first one comes from Dan in Georgina. He says, there are few homes for sale in his neighbourhood. How can he make sure his house stands out from the others? Asif, what's your advice? that's a great question, and that 's something that we get a lot of
2: lately. I mean in this market, everything is selling, so you don 't have to do too much to it, but you got to make sure that you've decluttered that there's a lot of areas that people can get around you don 't want things uh, right up against the windows because people want to walk up and, and see through the windows. just make sure your windows are clean that the home has been kept well and maintained, and that you highlight any of the features that you have, like you may have a new furnace or you may have done the roof recently. All of these features need to be highlighted so they stand out from the other homes that may not have done that. And also just make sure that uh, if you do have some you know, funky colors and uh, the pinks, the blues, the oranges, if <laughs> you want to be able to make it as mainstream as possible. So maybe a fresh uh, paint job, just, uh, just like a gray or a beige will uh, attract more people because then they can picture themselves in it. Just making sure you declutter and, and get rid of any personal items, that's the key to making your home stand out and, and making it inviting so people can see themselves in your home.
1: And this is where, as you've suggested previously, that a real estate professional comes into play, right?
2: Exactly. Don't try to guess at what you need to do. We we can come in when we're listing your property and be able to provide you with a list of what we feel is necessary to do right away and uh, and, and get your home ready for pictures. So... We, uh, you know, we'll come through your home and, and look at it objectively and, and be able to tell you what you can do and what you shouldn't do. A lot of people spend money on the wrong things and we don't want you to waste your money on what people are not going to be looking for.
1: Okay, our next question comes from Mike in Thornhill. He has been able to save more than he thought during the pandemic. How should he put his savings to good use? Should he put down more of a deposit or perhaps purchase a home with a bigger price tag. Asif, how would you advise Mike?
2: Mike, I would uh, check your affordability in terms of what you can afford uh, in terms of uh, a monthly mortgage payment, what you're looking for in your home, and then possibly uh, you know, move to uh, an area that's up and coming that you can make more money off of if you were to go in there. There's lots of different uh, scenarios and, and situations we can put you in that will maximize that extra income that you have or the extra savings that you have and and be able to get a better return for when you're going to be able to sell this. So obviously uh, as a forced savings it's better to put money more money down into your property. You may uh, get a better interest rate, you may save money on your mortgage payments and uh, after that then we look at uh, you know if you're buying a new build, you may want to purchase a uh, you know, upgrades for your home and things like that. So there's lots of different things that we can look at. Uh, Let's take a look at what your needs and wants are, and I can advise you better after we take a look
1: at that. Great advice. And just before we go, this week's hot listing, Asif, tell us all about it.
2: This is coming soon, Tina, and this is a builder's dream. This has a two-year-old heritage home that's been completely renovated inside. It's absolutely gorgeous, a three-bedroom all hardwood floors, beautiful kitchen, great formal rooms, and then you've got a lot that's 103 feet wide by 168 feet deep. There's already plans that uh, you know you, you may be able to use to put two 2,400-square-foot linked homes on this property, or you may want to change that, put a little laneway in, and build maybe six or seven townhomes so, so much opportunity here. This is a builder's dream lot, and uh, so much you could do with this. You can just use it as your own private playground, or you can develop it and make a lot of money.
1: Now, you described uh, the home on the property as a heritage home. Does that prevent someone from going in and tearing it down and building what they want?
2: Yeah, you wouldn't be able to tear this home down, and you wouldn't want to because okay. it's been done up. Uh, fabulously. And uh, so, you know, this gives you great options in that you could actually live in that home, develop the the extra side lot and, uh, you know, put townhomes or semi-detached homes or a couple of link homes on it and be able to make money off of the development of those. And at the same time, you've got a beautiful little house that you'll be living in.
1: And where is this property, Asif, and a list price or where can our listeners get more information?
2: This property is in the heart of Woodbridge. It's right by Market Lane. Uh, we had another hot listing on Wallace just a couple of weeks ago. This is also on Wallace, 148 Wallace, and it is absolutely a fabulous property. It is not on the MLS. you got to give me a call at 416-985-5426 and I'll be able to get you some more information.
1: That's terrific, and that's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to 1059theregion.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.